It's a very low barrier to get into the Gronk Squad. That's crazy. We've committed to do the Daily Talk Show for 10 years. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Put it in the calendar. Right, that one in. I'd just like to check the temperature in the room. I told you my squeegee story. It is outrageous. Come on, let's go. Stacey June. Welcome to At 1000. Congratulations, guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Your, um, your son is the best looking kid in this room. Mm, well, he's the only kid, for fairness. <laughs> wow. Are you funny about a video of him being online? Oh, no. <laughs> Hang on. Who needs a hundred? Do you need a license and seven million processes to drop this off? Who yeah, needs a yeah. hundred X on their bit on their mm. cryptocurrency when we have this many yeah. deliveries? I've this definitely had my identity stolen today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. GB, what is it? <laughs> Tell me, Speaking it's like a donut life. or something. This one uh, is from Derek. Oh, hi, Derek. Scooter Derek. I assume so. It says oh, that's Derek. lovely. Can, can What's it? Oh, Unless it's for scooter. I reckon it's sushi. Am I going to be expected to send something after no, I leave no, it on that? No, no, no. <laughs> what is it? Baby Bell cheese. <laughs> <laughs> how, how random. Do you like Baby Bell? I do. <laughs> and that, and also, it's like not messed with cheese like we were talking about before. We are yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. sparkling water shouldn't mm-hmm. have all these weird flavours, I don't think. Mm-hmm. And I also don't think that cheese should have like chive through it or whatever. So you think um, donuts shouldn't be anything other Different. than cinnamon? Oh, jam. You know your basics. I don't need. Okay. Um, I don't need custard are and you, are you all the that stuff. Bagel. You don't like anything other than plain bagel. Look, I'll have a a poppy seed if I'm really feeling. Right, we're finding holes in her going out in there. A, um, theory. <laughs> it was my theory, so I can't yeah, change yeah, it yeah, according yeah. to what I need. You know. All right. The waxing's very interesting on those cheeses. It's a bit strange. Yeah, sort of. I had it the um, other day actually. It's just sort of the whole pull. Pulling experience, sort of like you're sort of ripping it off. It's very strange. I kind of like it. It's a bit cathartic. Yeah. Bodie likes to just do that bit and then hand the cheese over. Bryn's a bit sus on cheese, actually, and I think that's very weird. Well, either. Dairy. Maybe he doesn't like dairy. He's not into it. And here we are sold, you know, all this stuff. Like I said to the doctor, what if he doesn't have cow's milk? Will he Mm -hmm. die? Like it's seriously (laughs) like if you don't feed like a little human. You know that those pictures that you had when you were growing up, like this is where you get your calcium. Your bones are going to break if you fall off the monkey yeah. bars if you don't have enough milk. Mm-hmm. You kind of get these ideas of like, because I don't drink cow's milk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the, the, the doctor's like, no, you just give him yogurt. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, such yeah. a business. Yeah, yeah. It is such a business. Mm-hmm. Kefir, that's a new thing. What is it? Oh, it's not new oh, at I all. got that to get rid of GBS. <laughs> um, but well, I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, being Grievous once, bodily yeah. harm. Uh <laughs> Not quite. Let me guess. It's a bacteria. Oh, okay. Bacterial. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) What sort of of bacteria? You can get it when you're pregnant. Okay, sure. Uh, Well, no, actually, we all have it, but it becomes an issue, potential Uh Uh issue, when you're pregnant. What colour is it? You don't see it. Okay. It's internal. Okay. Isn't it so like- But if you were to put a colour on it, (laughs) probably- I guess it might be- no, I'm not I'm doing imagining that. <laughs> it was I'm not doing that. I was imagining like a moss, <laughs> like a moss green for some reason. That's nice. I think yeah, that's yeah. a nice visual yeah, compared to certainly what I was visualising. Uh-huh. Um, how many podcasts did you get to, Stacey June? Oh, my God, that's a very good question. With the Thinker Girls. You weren't obnoxious enough to count. <laughs> oh, well. Sometimes. I think it depends which phase we were in. You know, mm-hmm. like we had because we had the original podcast, then the pod channel yeah. then we had the kiss radio show 
ch- like radio show podcast. Yeah. And then I've had three podcasts of my own since. <laughs> yeah. So thousands of count. Thousands. It'd, it'd be a fair bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially with the radio show, that was like a daily show. And then we'd have a weekend sum up of that. So that's mm-hmm. what six, mm-hmm. seven shows a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was a lot. What have you done this morning? What have you been up to? Mm, I had a lovely long shower. Really? Oh, it was so lovely. What's that noise? It's the child. The microphone. Baby's like his mum just grabs, goes for the mic. Yeah. Oh, oh no, but go. seriously, yeah, the toy <laughs> mic. Um, oh, here you guys are in the show. Hello. Yeah. Right. Everyone can see. Is that not good? Is that no, no. Is it's funny. Okay? I just was. I just didn't realise. Yeah. Bit blown are away, you, mate. For someone you, who's in the business. Are you funny about? <laughs> this him is hectic. Is it? Out? Yeah. Is it okay for him his face to be on camera? Yeah, okay. Of course. We do reverse. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> that is cute. He's a cutie. Mm. Um, yeah, so this morning, long shower. Long How do you shower. get away with a long shower when you got a exactly. month, year, year well, and a bit old? Well, your dad steps up. He goes for a run, your tag team. You don't spend a lot of time together, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You had a day off. Um, <laughs> 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 He's just laughing. It's true. You had a day, not a day off, but the Brim was at daycare. On how was Tuesday. That? How was that? You, you spoke to me when you were at a cafe. Oh, couldn't barely hear you. I was trying so hard yeah. to hear you because I was so excited to have like a conversation <laughs> with an old mate. Yeah, but you had a chip, uh, a um, pep in your step because it sounded like you were at a cafe. Exactly Free. what you were explaining. I think freedom's the word you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. You Free. never knew you wanted to not be able to hear someone on the phone at a cafe. Yeah, I was happy. I yeah. was, you know, in a, another life I would have been like, look, I'm going to have to call you back because I can't hear a word you're saying. I was like, this is bliss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if, what, if I hear every yeah. seventh yeah. word. Yeah. I'll take it right I now. I want to see you at a concert. Just, yeah, I'm at a concert. I'm going well, to one tonight. Just going from <laughs> phone call. Like, that's when you make your calls. Like, why are you calling now? The accountant. Like, can you even Lock hear the accountants tried me a few times and I'll just call him tonight at whatever the symphony orchestra does, oh, house nice. music, oh, <laughs> music ball. Yeah, it'll be unreal. I, but it'll be unreal for our age, more well, my yeah. age group. Uh-huh. And I said to a girlfriend who's single, I said, oh, this is this is, this is good news. Mm-hmm. I think mm. there's going to be people there that are in. Because you know when you're, you might be, I'm still holding this cheese. You you are looking to. No, no, it's fine. You are looking to. You're, go, you're going out to meet people, but mm-hmm. by the ch- time you're going out now, it's nightclubs are not necessarily having all of the people that you may want to actually mm-hmm. meet. Mm-hmm. The, this I whole idea of nightclubs for people over forty or late thirties yeah. do doesn't want to go like. But even if it doesn't exist, like. You don't want to go to nightclubs, do you? No, you, no. I don't. But yeah. if you're looking to meet someone, sure, it's you like, have to. well, it's mm. some. It's sometimes it's kind of that uh-huh. idea of where you meet someone. So tonight, I said, this is like a gig. Bye, guys. Uh, they're out. Um, Bye. This is a gig that is like for the music we used to listen to, but mm-hmm. in kind of a now a classical music way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it. This mm-hmm. is the place. So we're on the hunt tonight. Her. <laughs> yeah. You know that um have you seen the Mind Music Bowl? What's uh, happened to it? Well, we're gonna have to just use like a like a I don't know, start throwing you know when you like in the movies where the Hollywood they throw rocks at the window? Yeah, yeah. yeah we're yeah. gonna just have to throw rocks at people. Say, take some little cheese. They're little <laughs> um they're little platforms. Have you seen it, JoJo? No. So mm. there's like a uh, this is the Mind mm. Music City Mind Music Bowl. Up up on the grass, they've created all these platforms, Josh, that you uh, restricted to your own little area. It's mm-hmm. like a two by oh, two. Interesting. That's cool. Like VIP almost. It feels that, but you are not at all because everyone yeah. is VIP. Sure. Yeah. So They're running around. It's uh-huh. fun though. I actually, I think it's the perfect thing yeah. for. Like, I don't need to be that close to someone. Yeah. Yeah. And. 
and I still want to be close to the people I want to be close to. So yeah. there you go. Hey. What's the weather like though tonight? Good it's question. Gonna, it's probably going to rain. I can ask Siri if you like. Do you want to know or not? All right, but I'm 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 not sure about Siri. Well, She's yeah, come into she my been, life recently, and she in our house, and I'm not too thrilled about it. Yeah, uh, so like you're using that? Home. Yeah, Google Home. Well, I said to Ben, my husband, I said we're not having it in the house. I just don't need the extra. Mm-hmm. We've already got enough. And so then he got one and put it. We have separate bathrooms. He put it in his bathroom because mm. it's like, well, I can do what I want. Is he so worried he, about steam ruining it? No, I think he's just happy to have it. So yeah. I'll just hear him. Bryn will be in the bathroom and be like, Siri, what's the weather tonight? Siri, what's the football? What's it like? Just They just sit in that mm. bathroom and it's like they just do whatever the hell they want. I just feel like I'm the principal and they're rebelling or some shit. <laughs> it's so weird. 12 degrees tonight. Uh, oh, it doesn't look like it's raining. Take some nice coats. Yeah, yeah. Some gloves. Do you own gloves? Oh, well, I did when I lived here yeah, permanently. Yeah. I've just moved back. Well, six months I've been back. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know where they are. are you oh, West Side? Where, where are you? Where mm, do you yeah. I am. West Side. It's quite surprising. West Side is best side people in the West say. Do you okay. like it? I love it. Yeah. I love it. I never, ever thought I would live uh-huh. inner west, yeah. IW is yeah. what it is, uh-huh. but I'm loving it. Like spots. Where there's like that nice um, cinema that I've been oh, to. Yeah. that's great. Yeah. yeah. Old yeah. seats. Beautiful. Yeah. You back. can sit on the couches. Can you? Yeah, they're uh-huh. like little love seats. Uh-huh. Like So you have a proper couch, um, have a glass of wine. It's yeah. really, it's very London. Like it's got mm-hmm. a nice little village. And since COVID as well, they've really embraced, because it's a village environment, mm-hmm. They've put so much more effort on the outside. So now, you know, there's beautiful lights and it's actually, it's really quite quaint. Have you been to um, ScienceWorks? Yeah, I did. I took Brittany there. Re- recently? Uh, probably a couple of months ago. Worth it? Yeah, like, yeah, it was because for a kid, well, like I wish age? we had have found the toddler section first. Ah, uh, yeah. So yeah. walking through, doing all this fancy stuff and he's like, get me the F out of here. Mm. And then we find a room that has PowerPoints at his height that he can touch. That to him is like Never. effing crack. <laughs> well, Tommy uh, saw Kathy Freeman the other day. Yeah, and is the Kathy Freeman thing still at yes, ScienceWorks? Yes, so, was there since we we. Mm-hmm. I know, and I saw Kathy Freeman probably three <laughs> weeks ago. I said, Kathy, just got a question for you. Did you ever run- What do you mean you saw Kathy Freeman? At an event. Just at an event. event. What kind of event was she at? It was a- uh, like an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander conference. Like right, elders, okay. Not to say, but I just can't imagine her at the opening of, you know, I, mean? I haven't no, seen yeah, her yeah. at those kinds yeah. of things. Mm-hmm. Used to. Different. I think mm-hmm. she, she's got a family. Taking a step yeah. out her family of the now lives spot. down the coast. I did read about her, but I, yeah, I haven't seen her in ages. And then I saw her and I said to her, first thing, like, fuck, this is my opportunity. Kathy, um, <laughs> you know, you know, I said, did you ever run against yourself at ScienceWorks? <laughs> like if another ever asked me that question. You reckon she's been asked that? You yes. Do you, because, I, I mean, I didn't think there was any other question you were going to ask her. Um, <laughs> so. It could have been a comment about the documentary. Have you seen her doco? No. It's really good. Really? Danny Wickman edited yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Our mate. Really good. Who's mm-hmm. Wiki? Wiki. Yeah, Wiki. <laughs> Wiki. 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 Wickman. Uh, Wickers. <laughs> Uh, a friend of ours, a yeah. filmmaker. Right. Yeah, yeah. Great filmmaker, editor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm really at that point in my life, which I should have been earlier considering I w- have worked in the arts for yeah, yeah. forever, but I'm fascinated by that craft of people that I know. Or if you, you know, for example, you've said his name, mm-hmm. but just the, I don't know, all of the parts that go into things now, all of a sudden mm-hmm. I'm like, who is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does he do? How fascinating. You know, I don't know. There's just something about more of the behind the scenes I've become do you look so at the credits? much more interested in. Mm. The credits at the end I of the I always movie? did that. That's okay. how I used to network uh-huh. though. Yeah. 
So I would listen to the people that people would thank at mm-hmm. their Logie speeches and Aria speeches yeah. and write down the names uh-huh. and then I would contact the them. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah. I don't even know how I ended like I no, nah, I didn't didn't even John know that the Acras exist. I had no idea what that it's was. It's such a like that turned me off um, awards nights. It's a regional affair. Yeah, but you also realise that like with like even like the podcast award, like we have never entered any of the podcast awards just because I've seen just the rah rah and the bullshit and just the funniness of like. A great mockumentary would be any sort of even like um the I think it was the is the Golden Globes coming up? Mm-hmm. Or one of the, the those big ones. And I heard a radio ad for it and it's like, you know, uh, imagine all like the hosts, uh, you know, everyone from your favourite movies and like building mm-hmm. it all up. And even the top Hollywood people, it still feels a bit naff. Mm. Because it was on radio? No, no, no. That it was aw- awards, like just the idea of an oh, awards. Old school. Oh, school. Oh, right. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? And now it's so interesting that everyone's so surprised that people are using it as a political thing because it's like, okay, sure, you're going to boycott it, but it doesn't really mean that much anymore. Yeah. No one wants mm. to go anyway. No one's watching. <laughs> you know, there's no – the red carpet is just so ridiculously – it saddens me because I do – I am interested in fashion and design, but it, it it's just shit. Mm. It's, it just doesn't really work in today's yeah. society. And not the designers per se, but the whole concept, the whole idea mm. behind mm. it. The Grammys is sometimes a bit different just because people have – different kind of clear expressions but i think yeah when people say they're going to boycott it doesn't have as much power as it used to because like uh no one's really watching anyway it's Mm -hmm. the the mcs too i love that it's always like they'll get someone that's slightly controversial and then be like don't say that like (laughs) you hired ricky gervais yeah what are you you expecting so good yeah just anything he does having said that though i feel like i truly didn't Love him the way I love him through the office. I know it's going to be controversial, uh-huh. but I his his stuff that he's done recently is mm-hmm. where I f- I got a deep love for him. Mm-hmm. Respect always, but what, deep ne- love. His Netflix show mm-hmm. that is yeah. the highest. I think it's the highest viewed show ever on Netflix. It is unbelievable. Yeah. I just think it is the best. Mm. Well, he's, yeah, his writing is so good because it's. It's emotional, so, it's just, funny. But it's dark. Yeah. I'm obsessed with, I, and I talk about this a lot in my work, about relabeling feelings. Mm. I just think it's so fascinating because we've just all of a sudden said sad is bad, all these kinds of things. <laughs> Death is bad mm. because sad is bad. When actually if you just took off all the labels we put on all of that, then we all just live yeah. and we probably live a little bit more harmoniously instead of kind of diving in. I'm not saying sad it mm-hmm. isn't uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but so there's this idea with what he does is with all that dark stuff, he creates this humour around it, which then does exactly that. It kind of yeah. takes off these labels of those things that people avoid so greatly mm. and I just find it so refreshing. Yeah, he's that is the art. He can The way he communicates and even his jokes – I love it when he breaks down his jokes that people haven't uh, gotten and he's just like the the reason they haven't gotten them is because of the depth of them a lot of the time because people see it at the surface. Yeah, it's funny. And when you go to comedy shows, I think now I definitely I am ve- I'm very much into any comedian that has a level of emotional intelligence. Yeah. You know, I think there's sometimes you've got the surface comedians or maybe people that are just starting, which is fair enough. I'm sure I sounded very different when I was learning my craft back in the day. But then also I think it, it is a people's, it's kind of a, 
it's like you are watching them mm. and their understanding of the world, even if it's, you know, it's funny and it's scripted. So I definitely know I was watching, I went to a gala kind of one, so there was like a heap of them. And I was like, I wonder why I loved the ones I did. And I think it all comes down to emotional intelligence. Yeah. Mm. You know, like I'm like, that's joke is so surface. What do you think of um, Chris Lilly? He's, he's come back with the new Jamae podcast. Oh, yeah. I haven't, is it on? I haven't listened it's, to it's it. It's very, like I thought it was Jamaisi. very funny, very, very funny. But um, it feels like obviously over the last mm. 10 years it sort of changed. I think regards. he's one who could be seen as um, or uh, pointed to as people thinking surface level, level jokes. Really? Mm. I think so. Some of the stuff, just the off the cuff, because if you didn't get some of the mm-hmm. depth of them, that's how you just don't connect with but it. Then but then that, I th- I think then that says the person thinking that it's it's not deep is probably the person that doesn't have the depth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, know what one, I mean? 100%. But I think it also, his style probably appeals to, to that audience as well. Mm-hmm. Which so, is a bit dangerous. I know yeah, what you yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. So there's yeah. a blend. So he's like- mm. He could be called out for something, it's like, yeah. that's, but then it's like, no, he's actually layering everything there and he's observing culture right now. But like it's funny because I think the other thing too is he's parodying stuff that's like sort of low sort of um, level or whatever. And yeah, so yeah. people see that as lowbrow where it's actually like if we only considered things that were uh, highbrow that was parried, like, you know, created parodies of if that was the um, the standard of what was good, then there'd be a whole missing piece of culture that you just wouldn't cover. Yeah. Like it, mm. the the uh, Summer Heights High reminded me of my school. Mm. Like that was, I did, like I went to- I mean, who didn't have that drama? T- like, it, yeah. like it's just fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know, someone said to me that very much falls under a very t- stereo- like a very typical stereotype. This mm-hmm. particular person has experienced a life where they've fallen under that. Um, well, they're gay, so you know what I mean? Mm. And they mm. were the person that said to me, stereotypes exist for a reason. Yeah. You know, like we can't necessarily live or die by them, but they yeah. do exist for a reason. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. is why if you are creating expression or doing things like parodies or, you mm. know, that kind of stuff, it's, it is important, you're, mm-hmm. you're right, to be able to talk about that shit. Yeah. I mean, George probably has a few words to say about Chris Lilly. I mean, he's, yeah, a co- he's our he comedy loves, specialist. Well, I've been Chris. a fan of Chris Lilly for, since the start and mm-hmm. We Can Be Heroes was my favourite show mm-hmm. growing up. I love that show so much. What do you think of his comedy in terms of the, the depth or just the vibe? Yeah, I think it has depth, but it's definitely on the edge and it's like <laughs> there's a bit of stuff that I've, you know, you can't really say that you like. You're a anyway. very considered person, aren't you? <laughs> like you straight up, we just turned to you and you just had this massive considered thought. Oh, we trained oh. him well. <laughs> we yeah, bloody uh, train. We it put was him through very the impressive. He literally <laughs> just subtly moved his mic over <laughs> and just yeah. dropped that incredible kind of point. I was like, yeah, all yeah, right. Well, it's exactly. because he's, the, uh, he's actually the show archivist. And so, GB, have you, um, can you find something? Of yeah. Can you jump in the cupboard? Okay, uh, not, the- not right now, sorry. I, I need a bit of time. Okay, I was cool. just getting the last episode. Okay, up. perfect. But um, yeah, so I'll be jumping in the in the cupboard and getting- Do you want to just look around for, for I'll a just look around. Okay, one sec. Um, right. All right, I'm in the cupboard now, and I'm just going to have a quick quick look around and see if I can find anything. Nothing's popping out at me just yet, but uh, I'm going to pop outside and tell the guys, and then I'll, I'll come back in about 10 minutes. Hey, George, I'm actually just here in the cupboard as well. Oh, okay, I'm here too. What oh, the- oh, my God. I'm um, here too. Uh, can I be? Uh, yeah, it's. It's pretty tight in here, guys. 
Yeah. Go now. Oh, it's pretty tight. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. No, it's what? Who opened the second room? <laughs> Sorry, but um, can you move over? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very oh cold in here. Oh, God. It smells yeah, like my kids. <laughs> um, all right, let's go out oh, no, of the cupboard. Oh, no, that's the cheese. That's the baby bell. <laughs> Back out of the cupboard. I'll pop in in a bit and find something. Okay, yeah. perfect. Thank um, you, JB. But Jamey's podcast, very good. I really like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This so. is what like, but this is like what I love about having a podcast is you can do whatever you want and no one can get mad other than Tommy. <laughs> he'll, <laughs> get get over, he'll get over it. No, he used to, not anymore. Oh, he really? Doesn't give a fuck. No, 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 no. no not he's, he's putting feeling labels on me. But what, what, <laughs> what would you get mad about back in the day? Because I want to know if it's the same thing he would get bad about with me. No, it's. Um, Josh can be very fucking annoying and everyone knows this about him. So, <laughs> just imagine that every day. I think uh, half my job is um, dealing with that yeah, internally, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah, yeah, you yeah. externally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right. maybe that was some of the madness. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. Maybe right. just, yeah, not being focused or just like um, harping on a point. It's funny for- because I feel like stereotypically, speaking of stereotypes, mm-hmm. it may be – almost assume that you would be, I mean, not if you're a listener of the show, because mm-hmm. I know I've heard you say that you're, the focus thing, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, is not something that you necessarily always are able to do mm-hmm. as well as you'd like. But it would be that maybe you would be assumed to be the focus one and you would be assumed to be the non from a stereotype perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I think you're kind of a fleety, I don't know, not fleety, but your character is like, I don't know, from a stereotype perspective. Mm-hmm. It I get into the nitty gritty technical shit and all that sort of thing. So which has assume. a Yeah, which has a level of focus. But the problem is that that same thing, the ability to focus means that but I, I can't choose what I focus on. Yeah, right. So it could be, so for instance, <laughs> TJ might be wanting to talk about something else, but I'm focused on the other thing. And it's like, I want to get that, like yeah, the yeah. reverb oh thing. Oh my God, it sounds like my marriage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think, TJ, like I feel like the um, the reverb thing uh, previously, like so one thing in the early days I remember I wanted was a soundboard and TJ said, mate, if you fucking get a sound, like it's just going to get ridiculous. And road bloody built yeah, one. Yeah, they, they built one in. But <laughs> oh, the thing is, that, yeah, right. And the funny thing is everyone that gets those mixes, you know the first day they get it because they play the same. Oh, yeah. Same and then have bits the, and then they get over it. Hang on. So is there like a, you know, when you get those toys, like a toy keyboard and you've got the bass. Preset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have one of yeah, those, yeah, do yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, so they're all built in. Pads. So the same applause, same everything. But, um, oh, wow. You can load them up with your own yeah. sticks. Right, okay. But anyway, yeah. so I um, I feel like there's a bunch of those <laughs> those things. I'm trying to think of the other sort of, the, there's nothing crazy. Oh, we remember we had... Had um, we had a great argument about. Uh, I made a joke about wanting to start a pirate radio station on Easy Street, and um, we got into a big blow up because TJ said no one will be able to hear it. But it wasn't like. Do you remember that conversation? No. Was it in real life or yeah? On it was the in podcast? real. No, it was in real life. No, <laughs> I was I don't like, oh, wouldn't it two. be fun just to have. Uh, an FM transmitter that you can only get from easy, on Easy Street. And so Gronks could come and listen to the show live. That's hilarious. And they just park. I, dre- I dreamt about having, a, you yeah. know, when I learned about Nova becoming a radio session, I was mm-hmm. like, wow, you can uh, create yeah, your own. That. Like I remember thinking, wow, mm. there's like you can get yeah. channels. Like the dandy nongs, like just the idea that they're just spitting 
It's wild. Isn't it? It's so weird, isn't it? And it's it? got so much – these stations have so much power. Uh-huh. And they've – like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's mm. just a bit – it's a bit dumb when you yeah. think about it. Yeah. Well, they would have paid <laughs> – From a technology yeah, perspective. Yeah, yeah. How much do you think Nova paid for their licence, their radio licence, that, that frequency? You should ring Sam Thompson. Her dad was the one behind it. Really? Do you know Sam Thompson? She, no. I think she's at like Crockmeat. Like, she's at those ones now. Do you have a number? We'll call her now. No, no, I'm joking, joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. I do. We, we hey, got this tech built in. Give me, give me, give me <laughs> We can't do a call. <laughs> yeah, we we're not, we're talking about radio. this. We could do a call. No, I'm not. No. We don't need to. Stacey's here. Yeah, how much? Just to do a reset. Stacey's here. I was reminding myself. Stacey's here. I'm reminding myself. I don't know where I am. No, I remember that launched. It was lots of branding around that. It was good. Nova 100. Can I just say, so Olivia, Gronk Olivia, who's listened to all 1,000 episodes. Oh, Olivia. uh, She wrote in the chat, talking about the podcast on the podcast used to always piss TJ off, which was- Talking about the, oh, like what we're doing now. Do you remember that, GB? Am I out of this camera shot? Because I know that'd piss someone off here. Oh, yeah. So, I I haven't been able to, I've been using this shot a lot because this shot is too much headroom. It's fine. It looks better than the wide. Can you go higher up? Yeah, but- on the on the seat, yeah, that's better. And you can that's what you had before. Yeah, I know, but then like this. You, then you sort of <laughs> I, and then go down. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, we yeah. could put it on something. Um, Wait, do you want some books? Here, let me get. Some oh books. yeah, yeah. No, we'll get some books. So, are you going to go downstairs? <laughs> oh, oh no, no. don't do any of that. Oh, there we oh, go. Thanks. Thank you. Oh, that will work better for you. Jeez, barefoot investor. Few yeah. of these. Yeah. Oh, you need my book. In Look there. at that. I'm sending you guys. Oh yeah. So um. Is it all done? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sell it for us. Oh. oh, there we go. Now that's a oh, really look at nice that. shot. What you want? My hair is really annoying. That looks it good. Uh, mm. When did you start writing the book? Have you? I reckon five years ago. Like yeah. including, as you guys would know, notes in phones. You know what I mean? Like that kind of process where mm-hmm. you, I started to write about guys that I would go on dates with, funny stories. That I would obviously share on my radio shows, but then I started to think about what I, for my own development, what I'd learned from it, mm-hmm. because I always felt like I learned something. Mm-hmm. So then it became, I guess, lessons. I thought it would might be a book about those dates, but then it became more about the lessons from those dates, and then yeah. the stories of the dudes fitted into those lessons. Does okay. that make sense? Can we talk about one night stands? Yeah, should yeah. Um, uh, what's what's your perspective on them? What like how how did you view them in single life? Well, I think, and I speak about this in the book. You're assumed as you become, a, particularly from my generation, if you you know were snacking on Sex in the City era, mm-hmm. it's something you do. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't. You don't think about whether you want to do it or not. It's yeah. just a part of all of a sudden being a fabulous, empowered single woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't talk, you know, about anyone else's experience, but I feel like it was one of those things that you definitely wanted to try. And then you try it a few times and you're like, this is absolutely not what it's cracked up to be. Mm-hmm. And so do you think that the – because I get that sort of Sex in the City vibe where it's got that empowering idea behind it. Mm. Then there's the shallowness that connects to it. Like what do you think is the, the balance in regards to like – do you think it's a rite of passage that everyone should give it a go or do you think that it's over – well, Almost. I mean, if you do you want to have sex, like you, if you're single, you're <laughs> mm-hmm. going to have to have sex somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that may not, it's very, it's a real fine line. I know if anyone that's listening or watching is single, there's this fine line between, you know, getting into some form of faux relationship and 
finding meaning in one night stand or, you know, very casual relationships. It's very tricky. Is that more toxic than potentially having the faux relationship with someone like a, a fuck buddy than having a one night stand? A one night stand. Oh, what, what do you mean? So, uh, for instance, having a, a mate that you're not dating. Yeah. Uh, but you're having sex with a bunch. Yeah. With the idea that you know that that's not going anywhere. Yeah. Compared to a one night stand where it's like, at least like the option, like the options there well, that it's it all could about, go on. It's all about consent, right? So if the other mm-hmm. person's aware that this is a no, not going anywhere situation, mm-hmm. then you've found the jackpot. Yeah. But mostly, mostly someone is going to crack first. Yeah. I.e. this doesn't work for me. I've fallen deeper. Mm-hmm. And then that conversation's very hard when you've already had a conversation about how casual it is. Yeah. It's, it's, it gets a bit sticky. For me, I had a lot of casual – well, I shouldn't say a lot like that because it's automatically it's assumed. Crazy, man. <laughs> but I definitely – I mean, I was single for almost six years, so it was over a period of time yeah. where it wouldn't be like – I would. I definitely wasn't necessarily a hunter like yeah. those people, but if it came up, I wouldn't say no. And then it came What's to a, a point – What's a hunter, by the way? You know, though, like I don't know how it works, but like often you would go out in groups of girls and there would be someone that's there hanging out finding the, the – well, in our case, the, everyone I was hanging out with was straight with men, yeah. yeah. So you'd always have – you'd be having drinks, but there'd be a particular person that might just be constantly looking around the room, mm-hmm. you know, and I guess that would be a hunter to some degree. Yeah. Um, okay. So I never really – Obviously, there'd be times where you'd be like, oh, my God, you know, I, I want to go have some fun, mm-hmm. but I would not. Yeah, that wasn't really my my jam. So, what's the hunter seeking? Do you think that they are just seeking sex or do you think that they're seeking something else? Well, this is the interesting part. Going back to this, if you like mm-hmm. one night stands or whatever, I think a lot of us aren't even aware or asking ourselves the question of whether we enjoy them or not. It's mm-hmm. almost like I've got to do that. A, because then I'll feel somewhat um, acknowledged Mm -hmm. and have some affection. I think a lot of it's not about sex. Mm -hmm. But then when you make it about sex, you're kind of like, we've never really asked ourselves, why are we having casual sex if we're not actually finding it pleasurable? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because that's the thing, particularly for, again, I'm speaking- Or like um, more depth in the pleasure, because there is, it can be uh, pleasuresome even if you're not enjoying the- Well, that's a very, I feel like that's a very male perspective because I think yeah. for a lot of women, not all, but a lot of wom- women have to have some form of connection to some degree to mm. climax or to, and that's not everybody, mm. but a lot of people do have to have some form of connection to be pleasured, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Not like, everyone, it, but a lot. It's like, fuck, I've done the wrong thing again. Like, I, I, know, the, I know that vibe of- Oh, again, but it's like you're doing something that has some level of appeal at some level is what you're saying. So Yeah, there's connection yeah. regardless of whether you might have got there or not got there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I often did it just because it was funny and fun mm-hmm. and I felt comfortable with this particular person and had a good time with them. So then sometimes you don't want the night to end because mm-hmm. you're going home to by yourself. You might as well go home with them and very – very rarely are you going home where there's not an expectation of sex. I got to a point where I would say that and still go back to uh-huh. people's houses. Cover. Just have a cover. Yeah, or just a cuddle. Send a few baby bells. And I was very surprised at the response. A lot of the time I thought it would be almost like I was putting, not in a dangerous situation, but I was always giving the wrong messages, whereas I'd say I'm not, because so many girls will say, I'm not having sex, I'm not having sex, and then go home. Mm. And it will be different. I once went home with a, a woman and uh, she was a woman because I was quite young and she was probably 
mid thirties, mm-hmm. and uh, which is where we're at now. So yeah, I feel old. Um, but <laughs> I went home to her one bedroom place, and I saw a photo from her wedding day. She got divorced not that long oh. ago, and um, and I woke up and she was just spooning and cuddling me. It's like That's where am funny. I? <laughs> but we didn't have sex. It was just one of those examples of yeah. gone home, just cuddled. I think I assumed that it would be an that would be unappealing to the dudes I'd go home with, and it wasn't as much as I thought. Mm. People are actually just looking often for that connection or that kind of comfort. The sex part's kind of been put in there as a part of what we're somehow supposed to do, and that's why it brought it back to Sex in the City. There's like mm. this sex in the city, right? Like it yeah. was about a lot of other things, but it did mm-hmm. very much play into this sex is involved in all of yeah. those other things. If it was uh, intimacy and the city. <laughs> <laughs> Cuddles in the city? Yeah, like what do but you think? intimacy can be sex. Yeah, but that's where I wonder what would the difference be because uh, like uh, TJ and I have spoken about this on the show before, different levels of intimacy. So for some people uh, they find kissing mm. more intimate than sex. What have you learnt about people's, like I almost see intimacy like a, um, like the food pyramid, mm. you know, like mm. a different layers. Yeah, what, what have you learnt through your... Uh- well, writing the book from a single girl perspective mm-hmm. or a single woman perspective, I think I had to learn and experiment and explore those types of things, have relationships like that were faux relationships or have things, have infatuation relationships, have sex with people that I didn't want to, have sex with people that mm. I did to figure out that for me casual sex was never going to really give me the pleasure that I wanted. When are you having sex with someone that you don't want to? I don't know if you know at the time you don't want to. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, that's called assault. It's like we've done it plenty like, of times. It's consensual really? sex, but you didn't actually No, so here's want the thing. Oh, I see what you it's mean. It's like I me with mean. M&Ms. I don't fucking need the m and like, but I'll, I'll eat them. I, I consented to eating the M&Ms. I yeah, see yeah. what you mean. It's kind of like that same thing where I would go home. Okay, I get it. You'd go home and you would probably not say, I'll just do it. I'm I'm consenting to it and I'm going I made that decision mm-hmm. too, but maybe I would have preferred not to. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like I didn't at the time ha- have that idea that that was an option. Yeah. So it wasn't necessarily mm. a conscious thought. Now looking back in hindsight, mm. I can see, of course, you have the option and no one in that scenario made me do anything. Maybe habitual as well. But there's 100%. very much habitual but also societal. Mm-hmm. Like there's this storyline and narrative going underneath about single life, single life for women, sex life for women there's a lot of stuff that we are fed mm-hmm. that we have never really been taught to question, which is what the book goes in a lot. The whole book is about wiping your slate clean, pissing off your family narrative and what you learnt from them, pissing mm-hmm. off society's narrative, mm-hmm. and then exploring your life to figure out what the F you actually want. And if that's married with kids, great. If that's never dating again, that's great. Whatever. But it's about not doing it because you learnt it subconsciously mm-hmm. from somewhere else, which makes me feel so sick. I'm so passionate about this because I want Mm. people to be like, I don't know, in control of their own lives, not Mm. kind of musing around just doing things because they were learned it somewhere and don't even know where. Yeah, it's Sex in the City. Mm. Well, (laughs) Think about how many episodes, if you've watched that. And I love it. Yeah, (laughs) but there's a lot of bad behaviour in a lot of these shows. But that's What do you mean by bad behaviour? Bad behaviour. Bad Behaviour that Story, might not, like, yeah. St- uh, ways of living that wouldn't suit somebody. It's like incongruent with really who they feel mm, like they are. Like mm, 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 meeting somebody, having sex with somebody when you didn't really want to, mm. but you're just like, this is the yeah, thing there I'm is me- a- kind of meant to do. That's a feeling internally of 
doing something that I will get some pleasure out of, but very incongruent because mm. I'm thinking in my head, we shouldn't be here. Like I should just fucking mm. go. There's a glorifying really- of it. Uh, yeah. yeah, totally. And I also think there is some form of like expectation that seems to be, um, I don't know, that was just in my mind or in my um, understanding of how that those rules worked, which is why these conversations around consent are so ginormous right mm-hmm. now because younger generations, particularly young girls, are coming and saying, I don't want to do that. Mm. Yeah. It's funny the empowerment sort of narrative and you mentioned like climaxing. Do you think that there's an element there where it's like that could even be too much of a focus? So for women, the pressure is it's like, you know, that empowerment message it's all about, like you should get off too and all that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. Like Mm. I can imagine there's a bunch of women who it's like that don't resonate with that, that might feel the pressure based on that sex in the city narrative Mm. and they just don't have that sort of drive or interest yeah and there's a good chance if you are already coming from that place that the chances are there's no way you're going to be able to gain that pleasure from those Mm. situations you know so it's like um it's really unhealthy i think Mm. and i think you're right about the climax thing too the what you can do and how you can explore looks a gazillion different ways Mm -hmm. but again where are these ways Mm -hmm. in my book (laughs) (laughs) uh kinks uh want to talk about kinks Mm. Uh, that's not that's not the book. Mainly, <laughs> sure, no but I can only uh, talk about my experience. That's the so, uh, think, next edition. Thinking about <laughs> <laughs> that's the coupled edition. Yeah. Thinking thinking about uh, like you know if you've had a few sexual partners, like what is the what have you found fascinating about the individual sexual experience of each individual person in regards to like those kinks or like has there been any learnings that you've gained around I'm treating you like you're a sexologist but yeah um, I'm definitely not uh, are you not Nikki I have seen sexologists though because I find it all very fascinating yeah I mean yeah have you learned anything about just that sort of sexual experience based on seeing what different people's kinks are or what they're like two things I think it's very likely you're going to be shown kinks if the person that has the kinks detects that you're into kinks, mm-hmm. which I, I haven't really explored too much of that. So I don't think uh-huh. that many people were always well, what's a showing kink? me. Well, so, I don't know. So a kink like uh, so, uh, pos- uh, sexual position. Like how That's do you- not a kink. No, a kink. Getting, a kink okay. is- getting okay. strangled while you're having sex yeah, is true. Or a kink okay. is like okay. hanging so, from the roof. So maybe or okay. Whipped. So oh, actually, yeah, I'm no, using- I've thought a few kinks now. Yeah, okay. right, I'm back. So so I'm using I'm probably using the wrong definition then. So yeah, what I mean is sexual like uh, preferences. Okay. So it's like okay, it's I like very it. different. One <laughs> <laughs> involves a lot of leather. Can we and, uh, and, and um, what is the definition of a barking like a seal? No, kink's just something probably quite specific. A kink. I Wouldn't it be it a sexual kink? Sexual a kink, kink would usually refer when to I think, yeah, anyone I, watching that can kind of yeah, I can I can look up kink. Here sexual we go. kink meaning kink is defined as consensual, non-traditional, sexual, non-traditional. sensual, okay. and intimate behaviour. Yeah, such what as I'm talking about is sadomasochism. What is it? Uh, sex position, you know, doggy yeah, style not, versus not. missionary or, or shit like that. Yeah. Is there any anything that you've gained? Uh, that you found interesting about the psychology of that or how I think about how people communicate and how shit people are at communicating. I can just imagine a one night stand that can, that shit communication continuing where it's like, they're not not clear on what they actually want. Not shit, just none. Yeah. 
that's it. Like mm-hmm. there's there's none. There's yeah. pretty much none. I mean, that's again my experience. I think things are different mm-hmm. as well. I've been haven't been single. I don't know three or four years now, but things are moving quickly. People yeah. are having more conversations mm-hmm. about this. Um, but I, from my experience, there was very little communication had at all. Consensual, non-consensual, um, under the influence, not under the influence, being together for s- someone for a couple of months to one night stand. It just doesn't exist in the bedroom. And mm-hmm. some to some degree, with a lot of couples, it doesn't too. Mm-hmm. Like there is zero communication about mm-hmm. what you actually desire, what you fantasize over um, in most, I would imagine, sexual scenarios. Why I do really you think do. That is? People are fucking scared. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I swear. Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, I think everyone's scared of it's just the most level, I guess, or what people feel can be the most form of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And that's according to Brene, uh-huh. very scary. Love Brene. Mm. The um, uh, farting in front of your partner. Mm, oh yeah or nay? Oh, I'm such a non-farter. And then. Uh-huh. It happens. You get <laughs> gas. I actually need a wee. So if you guys want to no, have well, a Yeah, when do I end? Too. Do I just stay here yeah, until you tell me to go? We actually need to finish up the stream in a few minutes because oh, yeah. we've gone Good point. over. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But is there one thing and we so, want to play? So the the thing the thing with the stream, everyone is we're so we're doing uh, a thousand minutes, but we're just breaking it up so that we can make sure that it stays onto YouTube. Yeah. So uh, GB, yeah, let's uh, let's go to you, mate. Can you tell us uh, what right. you found in the archives? Yeah, I found this in the archives. Um, this. Oh, I'm in. I'm in the. I'm in the building. I'm in the uh, toilet. Um, and Josh might have a bit more to say on this, so I'm going to go out and tell them about it now. Great. All right, guys, I'm back. So. This is just on like the the sex thing. You, okay, yeah. you move is, quickly, I must say. I move quickly. Yeah, you're almost <laughs> like what's those things that are in ninja? Yeah, you're like a ninja. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. He's mm. got to work quick. Um, this is sort of Josh's. Uh, I don't know. Tink. I don't know. Maybe not. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, type in saliva. <laughs> Do you know how to spell that word? <laughs> how you spell it? S A L I V A. Just thinking about that word and you it makes me feel sick. So geeks tend to have more saliva. But what determines so a geek? A good a good kisser. Like ki- the the quality of a kiss normally is related to the level of saliva. I disagree. The more saliva the better. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> Think about it. Kissing is fucking disgusting. To you be don't like kissing. <laughs> I love kissing, but <laughs> you just it's disgusting. No, but I'm saying that <laughs> to think about it. Exchanging saliva. Like when you think about yourself kissing a rando, like, and you think about if you just saw someone on the street, right? Mm. And you just go kissing them. Like if you're I not. I mean, going down on someone's worse. Yeah. I mean, if I'm kissing. Not, I'm not saying it's not. That's like they are all really fucking gross things when you think about mm-hmm. them. The difference is when you're feeling it and you're attracted and it's lovely. It's, it's It becomes. Super nice, and when you're in the moment of kissing, mm-hmm. so you, you like just kissing love it. or you don't? Yeah, but what I'm saying is, it's like saying my hand. Look at the fucking hand. I had a moment <laughs> once when I was looking at my hand. And I was like, "This is so." I feel like Tommy's revealed that he doesn't weird. like kissing. How weird! <laughs> Intimacy issues, just in general. No, no, don't like kissing. Food issues. Where's my fucking no. balls? Where's my balls? Uh, where are your balls? I don't know. Where's my fucking Wouldn't balls? Kiss them though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very good. 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 Uh, do you guys want to deconstruct that? While I, actually, we can feature that. Um, we should and then finish we the, the stream. stream. Thank but you. Do you know what I mean about the the like a rant? Think about kissing Josh. <laughs> Rude. I don't feel. Ugh. Thank you. 
I don't feel so if a random spat in your mouth as you're walking past them. <laughs> well, because well, that's the same as kissing. No, but what I'm saying is... It's called oxytocin, right? So it changes it completely. You, I understand what you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you can't... They're different things. You cannot yeah. put them as the same thing. Yeah. I love that, yeah, you say a random person on Victoria Street spitting in Stacey's mouth is like kissing me. <laughs> Basically what <laughs> yeah, you compare yeah. to. It's, it's yeah. very rude. <laughs> <laughs> Um, thank you, Stace, for coming Thanks, on uh, the podcast episode 1000. Congratulations, fellas. How do we find the stream if you want to come back on? Uh, you just go to youtube.com forward slash the daily talk show. We'll end this one and get straight back into it.